Can I be the DM this podcast? Going live sure. in five, four, three. Is that a no? <laughs> of course, that's a fucking no. <laughs> what DMing experience do you have? I don't know. I used to. I read stories to my niece and nephew at one point this year. No, oh, congrats. That's exactly the same thing. That <laughs> I look at them. I think they are. <laughs> <laughs> Which one's your niece? JK, I know it's Fievel. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Dicey D20. As always, I'm your host, DM, Noah, and I'm joined here by our players. We have our planeswalker. That's me. That's me. And, uh... <laughs> no, that's me. I hear an echo. <laughs> Oren says I'm the planeswalker. There's imposters around here. We also have our bright lord. Yo, yo. And, of course, the Beastmaster, in general, I don't know, what would I even, Tom, what would I even call Tom you? Poolerer? Tom um, Poolerer. Tom Poolerer. Fucker. Bestiality. Yeah. <laughs> Player of bitches. <laughs> if Jack Bauer's a bitch, then yes. I had one of my buddies listen to, he, he was, he works in painting, so he, uh, he has a lot of time of the day where he just listens to radio, stuff like that, and he's like, yeah, I'm gonna listen to your entire podcast, so he listened to the whole podcast, and he said, you know what, I loved Fievel at the beginning, near the end of season one, absolutely hated him, he's like, as soon as he lost Arda, he became a cunt, and he just fucked everything, and I was like, alright, yeah, no, fair, like, I don't disagree. Regardless, I just wanted you to know that. I just wanted you to know that the fans oh. don't all love you. Some of them actually vehemently hate you. And uh, some of the players don't love you either. <laughs> yeah. I'm okay with that. I was <laughs> about to kill everyone off. And then Ladies and gentlemen, the only one that we are love. coming back from some downtime that we had with Tyson McKay, planeswalker extraordinaire, who went to Limbo yeah. and back. The all... best is behind us now. It's yeah. Now it's uh, the That's, other two. It's the worst. Downhill so. from here. But um, <laughs> Tyson McKay went to Limbo and back in order to help a fellow planeswalker, Vel, who is a greens planeswalker. Green planeswalker, greens plane, fuck me. And red beats green. Well, if red you and play green Pokemon. kind of make, make a good combo, don't they? Have you ever played Pokemon, Noah? Fire I, beats grass. Yeah. Is green grass in planeswalker lore, though? Isn't it just like kind of... I thought it was. It is in my mind. It's not like he's <laughs> gonna call using her... razor leaf every fucking move. I'm going to call him the stoner planeswalker okay well he's not a he stoner, forgets a lot I mean, it's fine <laughs> you can do whatever it is that you want because it's no longer your downtime fuck ladies and gentlemen we are going to be starting off rogar ragnax downtime today why not fievels why not Fievel? let's delve into yeah. that for a moment let's let the fucking people know why we're not doing fievels downtime <laughs> ladies and gentlemen i ask for very simple things i ask for hey you want to send me your backstory of your character this is before hey. downtime this is before season two we're taking Take a your pants of a off if you want to a little bit of extra xp you know Simple oh. things. Fievel Mausenthrov fucking decided to, instead of sending me just like a quick backstory, to send me like a 13 page bio. All really, really sad, dark stuff about, you know, how his brother's evil and fucking like killed his family and threw him in a pit for days and he lost his mind. And, like, and so I It was say, a beautifully crafted story. Honestly, I want to read it for everyone at the beginning of his downtime to let you all know what we're fucking dealing with on our end. But, um, <laughs> but so here I am saying, okay, well, man, like, let's make it work. I want to like find, you know, a downtime that works for you. Well, let's just do my, my backstory. I'm like, your backstory is so fucking complex. 
<laughs> it involves so many new player characters, like NPCs. I, I just got lost in it, man. I lost my mind for a couple days. Yeah, I got lost in it too. The beautifully crafted words of uh, Fievel. Is your brother in D&D a representation of me in real life? <laughs> if you guys hadn't known already, I guess this is now like a leak into our real lives. Rogar and Fievel are brothers in real life, and uh, okay. yeah, so... Uh, <laughs> and me and Noah are brothers in real life? We're not. We're not. We're really oh. not. Couldn't be more different, actually. <clears throat> we're, we're actually lovers. <laughs> Fine. We're lovers. I don't know yes. what to say. I no, win. so, yeah, I'm going to read out that 13-page bio that he sent me. That way you guys can determine whether or not it's just me who's losing my fucking mind. But uh, okay. regardless, that's why we're not doing Fievel's downtime today. It's because Fievel didn't oh. come prepared. He he failed to do the one thing that players need to do, which is, you know... <laughs> he's uh, he's pointing at a very long script in front of him that I think is his new backstory. <laughs> Jesus. How, I see you flicking two pages over? Oh, my God. Stop no, writing novels. Eight pages, actually. It's like a page and a half. <sighs> A page and a half better than 13. Look, we talked about this. You, you know, you just make it simple, man. Make it easy. You know what I mean? You want to be complex, no. be complex. But, like, don't... No, was not a smart guy. I'm not a smart guy. Simple words. Small simple words. words. Small words. <laughs> exactly. Words I misled. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. Regardless, what a, what a fucking div- divergence. What a... Uh, <laughs> Devolution. I love it. I don't know what the fucking word is for this. Devolution. Regardless. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to our first episode of Rogar Ragnarok's Downtime. Starting, starting us off here. Rogar, you find yourself on the streets of Ryeberry. Tyson Boy, McKay has homeless. currently <laughs> just <laughs> Tyson McKay has currently just wandered off into an alley with an old feeble man. And you just had that encounter with this isn't about you, Tyson. You just oh, had yeah. that encounter with the nice woman who works the at the fine ass bread lady. Yeah, fine ass bread lady. You just had a you just had a combo with her. So Orin respectful is, uh, woman. <laughs> <laughs> Such a good bright lord. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Fine ass bread lady. <laughs> F-A-B-L. Fabulous. Look, that's my fly. That's your flaw. That's your flaw yeah, as women? Pretty much. Shit. If I see an attractive girl, I tend to go for it. Oh. No way. You haven't hit on Fievel yet. <laughs> <laughs> and I took out one of my best wigs last episode. <laughs> uh, anyways, Orin is standing beside you, waiting for you to conclude your business, and Fievel Mazenthrov is obviously nowhere to be seen. He's outside the city currently. You're not sure whether you he's him. just, you know, fucking around out there, or whether he's <laughs> planning on jumping across the fucking walls of the city you don't really know I'm his brother put him in a pit speak. <laughs> anyways it's just it's you and Orin on the streets about 80 people walking around sitting if they're homeless you know kind of up against the uh, the buildings and the structures it's a fairly nice day but you are, you are without your companions Luth is also there with Orin okay. um, you know he's looking quite pale and, and not too well from his injuries push him over emo uh, <laughs> I ask Orin if uh, Luth is okay Orin looks to him, and Luth kind of has these dark bags, these circles under his eyes. Obviously, the travel was a little bit hard on him. And Orin says, once we reach the guild hall, we'll have our cleric, our healer, take care of him. So what are we waiting for? Onward! Orin looks to you, and he says, I was waiting for you to conclude your business with the fine-ass bread lady. Oh, Orin right. calls her that too. Eh? <laughs> yeah, I thought that'd be funny. <clears throat> well, I say uh, farewell to the bread lady, and I say I hope to see you again sometime. Okay. Did you have a Did you have a date with her? Um, told her I'd meet her another time. Yeah, I think oh, you told her you'd meet her the following day. Yeah, yeah. I know it's been a while, but regardless, <laughs> you're on your way through the city streets, following Orin and Luth. When a homeless person approaches you with a small tin cup, begging for get away. 
coins. <laughs> We're actually going to have Fievel Mausenthrov roleplay this NPC for us. <laughs> so uh, he approaches the group and says... <laughs> <laughs> okay, he just wails at you. Are you okay? <laughs> I open up my shirt and I say, It's just all over, I need coins. <laughs> Oh god, that's so weird. Okay, um, yeah. So that's what that's what the homeless person says to you. Okay, um, scratch him. No, <laughs> please. I say, uh, how how many coins would you like? How many you got? Uh, <laughs> You're gonna ask a homeless person how many coins they'd like? Fuck. You really are a bright lord. Holy shit! I say uh, enough for myself, but I can only give you a little amount. How much is a little? I say, uh, hurry. <laughs> itching myself more. It's would, would one gold piece do? Oh my god. Yes. Okay, I, I give him a gold piece and I say, I hope this uh, hope this helps you. Okay, and then I spit on his boot and I start wiping it with a gold <laughs> rag and I thank him. Okay, so the, uh, the homeless man has quickly turned into a shoe shiner and he is currently <laughs> aggressively rubbing your boots. Uh, Oren looks to you and... <laughs> Oren looks to you and says, Are you finished here? Yes. <laughs> I, I need to help him out. Okay. So no, he's not. So he's loaded. Uh, so you're getting your boots shined, and, you know, the, the, nice. the peasant man isn't leaving anytime soon. You know, he's really working for that gold piece, so, you know, you can either wait it out or continue so walking. Take something off. I already, I already gave him the gold piece. Yeah, I know. He's still going at it, though. All right. I, uh, I say that's enough. I'll is let it? you. <laughs> it is. My papa said the boots don't shine unless you shine them yourself. <laughs> and I... <laughs> Stupid Wouldn't saying. that be me shining my shoes? <laughs> Was your dad also homeless? <laughs> Holy yes. shit, a large family of homeless people. Don't shine unless you shine them. Well, you heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. Put that on a, you know, inspirational poster or something. Dude, that's like t-shirts that say the boots don't shine unless you shine them yourself. <laughs> Alright, I, uh, I back away from him just leave him. Okay, so you circum- circumvent him, circumnavigate the guy. Yeah. Okay, you head deeper into Ryberry, by no means a huge city, but you're now up into kind of like the second tier. You walk up some stone steps and head left around what looks to be a, uh, a walkway, a road, which goes right and left and kind of curves inwards, right? So the city's kind of built as these tiers moving upwards. Uh, on the left, there's a very large structure, one with two large pillars, kind of forming a uh, kind of pointed archway, entranceway. There are two lanterns which hang off either side of this gray stone. And behind these two pillars, there is a green, kind of like copper, that's obviously uh, kind of worn and weathered, so it's got this greenish hue to it. This structure is quite large, made of stone. It's got some, some wood timbers structurally in place. Above the archway, there's a very large shield, which is emblazoned with uh, with white and blue stripes and also has a crescent moon in silver mm. or at least you know whether it's real silver or not in, in a silver paint perhaps which uh, obviously signifies the knights of the new moon or knights of the sunrise clan <laughs> <laughs> okay Orin walks up to the left of this structure it's kind of there's a wooden stairway up to this stone entranceway the archway so to the left of that there is troughs of water and bales of hay for the horses which Orin ties up both Luth and his own horse. 
He pats oh them gently God, on the side. Up ties up Luth's horse. Jesus. <laughs> Luth, you stay here. <laughs> Sick dog. I don't want anyone getting getting contagious. <laughs> Man, none of you could have played a fucking really smart wizard or some shit, eh? It's always retarded characters. <laughs> okay. Hey, Braylord's, you know, oh, right. nice. I don't, I don't know if you can say that. Okay. <clears throat> uh, so, he pats the horse gently on the side. And helps Luth up the wooden steps towards this archway. Uh, what would you like to do? I will also help out Luth. Nice. He kind of grabs his other side, doing a pretty, pretty bright lordy thing. Not going to get a bright point for it, you know. I'm not sure that Ouch. that's really earning it. But you're doing a nice yeah. thing, and I, and I see it. Just know, you Quit know, it's... begging for them. <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, you walk upwards to this pointed archway, the tip of which is nearly 20 feet tall, so as a 7 foot tall dragonborn, this even dwarfs you. As you enter, no more than 10 feet forward, there are two very large oak doors that have uh, wrought iron linings and handles. Orin looks to you and says, open the door, would you? Okay. <laughs> well, he's, he's, he's kind of propping Luth up mostly, right? Yeah, I'll open the doors. So you open the door to a grandiose large hall. This is the inner gathering hall of the guild hall of the Knights of the New Moon. So the ceilings Whoa. are quite tall, nearly 35, almost 40 feet tall. There are lanterns Whoa. and lamps and torches lit pretty much everywhere. There is a series of pegs on the left-hand side where it looks like the, the members, or perhaps travelers as well, hang their cloaks. But many tables inside this hall, all of them uh, pretty uniform along the left and right sides. And along the wall, at the very end, there are dozens of shields, all somewhat variations on the crescent moon, or, or the full moon, or the nights of the new moon, right? And all of them in different uh, variations of blues and whites and silvers. And it looks like there's quite a few of them hung up on the wall. There are dozens of men and women inside this guild hall. Uh, uh yeah. <laughs> many of them looking Nordic in their appearance, or at the very least, you know, very pale-skinned. Quick, Not start being racist towards them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, however, What's there up, are a few, a few members of other races which are, uh, you know, catch your eye. Uh, as a dragonborn, you oftentimes feel like you're not seeing enough of these other races. There are dwarves, a couple half-elves, <gasps> and what looks to be another dragonborn of the red variety <gasps> who is here as well. Oh my god. As you enter, the dude. a woman approaches you. Oh god, not again. She is... <laughs> I love you. <laughs> I'll do anything for you. This is bullshit. I got an old man sniffing me and he gets women thrown at him. Give me five minutes. <laughs> Her hair is a deep crimson color, so like an auburn almost, and she sports a set of what looks to be not so much plate, but more like scale mail. <gasps> She's wearing your people. <laughs> No, she's, <laughs> she's not. On, around her, uh, like, clasped, clasped, I should say, in front and on top of this armor is a grayish cloak with some furs that uh, kind of line the hood. She has <laughs> a long rapier, uh, which has a very decorated hilt. And as she approaches, Ooh. the one big thing you notice is that she has a, a black eye patch over one of her eyes. Arg! <laughs> <laughs> Minus one inspiration point. <laughs> but that's not mean. Minus one inspiration point. 
<laughs> Anyways. Um, wait, I want to see how she reacts to that. She is quite... Well, wait, did you... You didn't say it out loud, did you? I didn't you? mean to. No, <laughs> no, no, you I said it. I was doing jokes. <laughs> it's fine, I won't have him say it out loud. She is quite fair-skinned and very beautiful, but she looks battle-hardened as though, you know, she's seen some shit. She crouches and... Daddy issues. Uh, looks... <laughs> okay, well, you're going to meet her daddy in a little bit. Would you like to wait to make that assumption? Holy shit. <laughs> Okay, so Oren looks to her and says, Irina, good to see you. And she looks at him and says, you look like shit. Got him. He looks to her and says, I need to speak with your father. Please help Luth to see the cleric. So she looks to Luth with a a look of not not so much despair, but like, ugh, like I really don't want to have to do this. (gasps) She says, my kind of girl. (laughs) She says, come on. And she grabs Luth, places his arm over top of her shoulder and then walks him through the hall. Many members of the Knights of the New Moon clasp him on the shoulder, or, like, nod towards him in acknowledgement of, like, you know, obviously the hardship that he's been through, and she takes him down a doorway to the left, which is about three-quarters of the way through the hall, which is nearly 50 feet long, just to give you kind of a rough idea of what we're looking at here. Oren looks to you and says, Well, my friend, this is our place. It's really, really fancy. Yeah, I mean, it, it actually quite is. The tables, you know, there's a lot of food and drink, obviously. The tables are actually quite nice and there's a lot of mounted heads of various beasts along the walls, bears and elk, but also some more dangerous prey. It looks like the head of a rock which is a flying bird, is uh, is also displayed quite large as well. But you could run down to the sewers and see me and a dragon. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean take it or leave it, right? Yeah. Just start sprinting. (laughs) Yeah, no, fuck all this cool context you're giving me. Just, like, run out of here. (laughs) Regardless, as you kind of walk through the people of the Knights of the New Moon, the men and the women here, Oren beside you is kind of the only reason why they're not openly questioning who you are. As they kind of see you, they nod towards Oren, but their eyes, you know, dart over you or glance over you up and down. Don't look at me. (laughs) I hate attention. (laughs) I would love for you to say these things. (laughs) Don't look at me. (laughs) Make them them say. You make Fiello say everything. (laughs) Yeah. I was just fair. Uh, I don't know. There's something different about Rogar's tone, so I, like, take it as inner monologue, whereas Fievel's is, like, reactionary and very pointed <laughs> towards the person, so I almost feel like he's really saying it. <laughs> but that's just from my end. Regardless, Orin takes you along the larger banquet hall, and kind of, you're both stepped to the left of it by a few feet, and he gestures at the wall of shields, and he says, Our fallen brothers and sisters... Get up. Take me. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, As so you guys there's are just talking, a bunch of shields there? Yeah, it's a bunch yeah. of sh- shields hung on the wall. Some of them circular, others more crest-shaped, right? But he says, yes, our fallen brothers and sisters who have laid down their lives for our proud tradition of maintaining yep. the wilds, culling hmm. the evil, and disposing of those who wish to harm the innocent and the weak. You should, uh, you should pray to Seth for them. As you guys are speaking, a very drunk young member of the Knights of the New Moon approaches. He'll be played by Tyson McKay. (laughs) Why'd I get the drunk guy? (laughs) I wonder why. Okay, so he approaches, he clasps a hand on Rogar's left shoulder and on Oren's right shoulder. Kind of like throwing his head forward, he says, Oi, Oren, who's the new guy? Oren looks to the young man. (laughs) 
<laughs> he says, This here is Rogar Ragnak, a new initiate, if I'll have my way. Oh, what has he done to prove himself? Well, that is to be decided, Eric. I agree. In a drinking contest, I say. <laughs> I raise a mug. <laughs> Oren looks to him and says, as he kind of pats Eric's shoulder, he says, There will be time for drinking, but it is not now, my friend. We need to go oh. speak with the commander. <laughs> the commander can wait. Drink cannot. It's cold now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so everyone around kind of like looks, not in horror, but in disbelief as he says the commander can wait, which is words that are rarely uttered around here, if not never. Orin looks to Eric and says, you seem to have forgotten yourself, young one. Uh, it's like I'm in a new body or something. <laughs> Oh, don't get fucking meta. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, backhand him. All right, buddy. I'll I'll save you an ale later when you get back. Sounds good, Eric. Now go see the captain. And I uh, I caress his chest as I leave. Okay. Oh. A little bit of uh, an odd moment for sure as Orin kind of shakes it. his head in uh, frustration. He looks <laughs> to you and says, let him not be an indication of our standards here. Typically, I heard that. Typically, yeah. much higher. <laughs> Ask or how he got into the guild. So, uh, can you roll me a charisma check, please? Fifteen? Ooh, Seventeen. Seventeen. So, Oren looks to you and smiles. He says, A story for another time, my friend. But it is a grand adventure, you can no. be sure of that. I look forward I'll, to hearing it. I'll tell you it myself. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, Oren leads you down a hallway. Not the same one that Luth was taken down with Irina the red-headed soldier of the Knights of the New Moon, but rather to the left of the shields, there's another archway, and he leads you down a hallway. Along this hallway, there are portraits of many different men of distinction. Underneath their portraits, there are kind of gold, small name plaques. Uh, they're no more than a few inches long, and in, in a very fine script, their names are written. So as you walk down this hallway, Oren looks to you and says, We here dispel with the bureaucracy of doing good. Oftentimes mayors, kings, and queens wish to do good for their people, but we don't see it as such a complex matter. There are things which threaten us on the borders of our civilization, things which you've no doubt encountered, and always the Knights of the New Moon have been there to step in when others could not, or would not. Here you see our long line of commanders, those who came after the Great Fall of the Second Age. So along the walls, there are portraits of these guys. Some women, though not many. And actually, it doesn't seem like race is a huge Where's part of... Where's the equality? This. It's, it's medieval. Anyways. It's like the U.S. today. Yeah, Jesus. Anyways. I'm going to be protesting with Fievel outside the doors. <laughs> We're in the sewers right now, and Fievel's nowhere Let to be seen. Let the toads in. Let the toads in. Yeah, We're so, protesting different things. So a protest of one, to be honest. Jack Bauer wouldn't even participate in that. <laughs> Anyways, so it looks like race doesn't seem to have quite a large part in deciding who's commander, as there have been over the years, everything from, you know, full high elves to wood elves to humans and a few dwarves. Though not many dragonborns, it looks like one has been honored with the title of commander. Ragnar Rogar. <laughs> Ragnar Rogar? <laughs> uh, the very last portrait on the wall, which Oren stops at, is of a man who is quite distinguished. He is not wearing the same lavish clothes and robes and armors as the men before him, 
but rather he wears what looks to be a fairly simple gray steel set of armor with a green cloak underneath. He has a beard, though not long, kept short and military in style, and wavy silver and gray hair. His brow is somewhat furrowed, and he looks like a serious man. So in spite of the fact that he's not quite as dressed up, he does seem quite noble and serious, and uh, he's got that air of superiority. Hmm. Orin looks I to you and says... Think you're better than me? <laughs> Orin looks to you and yes. says, Wolfhelm, our current commander. Oh. Uh, I ask him if that's Cyrena's father. <laughs> <laughs> you look. He looks to you and says, Well, you picked up more than I thought. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that is Irene's What are you father. saying? <laughs> He's saying you're a bright lord, but you're not that bright. <laughs> Keep your cloaca in your robes, if you would. Cloaca. What's my cloaca? Your your sword? Oh. Mm, it's your, your dick. <laughs> Dragonborns don't have dicks. And they, they're lizards, right? So they got a cloaca. Keep your tail in your pants. Yeah, it's just foreskin. So how do I have Jesus, sex? It's not. Okay. <laughs> Uh, He looks to you and he says He's quite protective of his daughter So you'd be best Mm -hmm. not to try your womanizing tactics From the market here (laughs) I say okay (laughs) Wow No no promises Wink at him (laughs) At the end of the hallway there are several doors On the right and left However it's the doorway at the the end That uh, our leader uh, Captain I should say Orin Walks through Inside is a room, an office I should say, with a large wooden desk, a globe, it looks like, or some sort of charting system on the wall, and there are many books in shelves along the walls as well. A rack with a set of armor and a sword upon it, <gasps> and behind this desk, pouring over what looks to be some sort of uh, documents, is the man Wolfhelm from the last portrait. He looks like he's grayed and aged a bit since then, but he looks up and says, Orin, my old friend. And he stands, you know, putting his hands down on the desk, pushing himself up, and he clasps Orin's arm kind of at the forearm, right? So they do that kind of bro's forearm. Oh, grasping. this is a secret handshake. I Gentleman. get it. <laughs> Wolfhelm <Stop touching> me. <laughs> claps him on the shoulder, and he says, We were expecting you sooner. And Orin says, There were some difficulties on the road. <gasps> Wolfhelm looks towards the dragonborn. He says... And what do we have here, Orin? Another nice straggler. <laughs> he says, another straggler. Orin straggler. looks to Wolfhelm and says, not quite. Actually, I think you'll be quite impressed by this one. Wow. Goddamn right. I killed Seth. Fuck you. <laughs> Holy shit, this isn't about you. I, uh, I go up to him and I shake his hand. Okay. Say, uh, Rogar Ragnarok, killer of Seth. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> you know what? I would usually make a deception check there, but uh, I'm going to let it pass. <laughs> no. Deception check. Absolutely deception check. Uh, okay. All right. Just because you fucking cried about it. Deception check, please. Slayer of Seth. Although, you know what? Yes. He is part of the team that slayed Seth. Yeah. Uh, he has to say he assisted the slaying of Seth then. Okay, I... I assisted killing Seth. Yeah. Protected the guy who slayed Seth. Yeah. You, you could say that. Okay. Orin <laughs> looks to Rogar and says, You're being too modest, boy. You did more than that. Fuck oh. you, Orin. Fuck you. <laughs> what do you I expect, him man? You else? give Orin the hardest time. <laughs> but I love Orin. I tried to hug him. <laughs> okay. Regardless, moving forward, 
This isn't about you, Tyson. <gasps> Wolfhelm says, And so, boy, why do you think you should be allowed the honor of joining our ranks here? Hmm. Kind of bored. <laughs> well, uh, as you can see, Oren looks up. Not looks up to me, but kind of. <laughs> oh my god. That's so fucking bad. Holy shit. When you said looks up to me, I thought you just made a mistake and then you fucking rolled with it. You were just like, well, I mean, it doesn't look, but he kind of does. It's Yeah, he appreciates my talent. Yeah, uh, he talents. appreciates my talents. Maybe he meant it in a literal sense yeah. because he looks up to me. I'm tall. Color, yeah. yeah. That's not what you meant. Don't even fucking try that shit. Okay, so Oren kind of looks to you, his brother raised and he goes try harder <laughs> well I mean look up to me I mean like I don't know he sees the good in me and do you think that's what this world needs boy is goodness yes I do well that's where you're wrong this world <sighs> doesn't need what's good it needs us to vanquish what is evil and you don't have to be good to do that you have to be honorable and strong and courageous are you any of those things dragonborn I believe so so you helped yeah. slay Seth, the Yonti presence in the swamps. Yes. And what was it you learned of yourself there? What did you do in the face of destruction, in the face of failure? Cried. <laughs> this question wasn't for you, Tyson. You're in the oh, sorry. Right <laughs> well, I, and also I'm I think you're, you're talking about Fievel there because uh, <laughs> that was crying. <laughs> he nodded. You can't hear, but he I I tell him with destruction and discouragement of the actions that I've done. I found new friends to help me get through these tough times. Okay, so he says, "Oh, you're gonna need more than friends, Dragonborn. You'll need you Tyson." Need Brothers in arms, soldiers, those of a like mind in a singular cause. Someone who will die for you, take a blade for you, and someone who you do the same for. Are you ready for that kind of commitment? Yes. Just like marriage. <laughs> <laughs> ah, God, Tyson. Aren't you in the middle of having a really weird conversation with a fairy dragon and a fucking forgetful man? Yes, and it's lovely, okay? Okay. So, Wolfheim, Wolfhelm looks to you, his eyes with dark circles underneath them, kind of oh reddened as well. Oh god. Looks like he doesn't sleep too much. Perhaps, you know, he's one of those men who, you know, the love of the job is all that he requires. Or perhaps someone who, you know, just, he's overly, overly thoughtful, right? And he never wants to really protect rest. his daughter, yeah. Give him a massage. <laughs> he looks to you and says, well, let me tell you of the knights then, if you're so eager to join us. Please, walk with me. Okay, walk with him. Run. <laughs> you want to prove your worth. So show him how fast you are. Okay. He walks down the hallway, and the hallway of commanders, and Orin walks behind him to the left, and you behind him to the right. As you walk down the hallway of commanders, you can see his back is just a little bit straighter. His posture is just a little bit more upright, as he walks with pride and distinction, and he walks into the great hall full of all the members of the Knights of the New Moon. As he enters, there's dead silence, and they all raise their glasses to him, or place their fists over their chest. Some of them even kneel. I do all three. <laughs> you're not there, and I'm the so drunk. fucking I'm the drunk. glad. I'm playing the drunk. <laughs> oh, you're playing the drunk, yeah. So yeah. what does the drunk do? Yeah, I say I do all three. Okay, so you you raise your glass, you put your, your right in your left hand, you put your right hand over your chest and you kneel. <laughs> Yes. Um, Wolfhelm takes notice of all of his men, so he stops as well and nods his head towards the group, and he says, At ease. 
and they all kind of rest, go from that, you know, salute-style position. He looks to you, Ooh. Dragonborn, and he says, these will be your brothers and your sisters. Are you ask ready him for how that? many. Oh, I am. I ask him how many members are part of the new moon. So he looks to all the men and women, and he says, how many of us are there? And they all chant back. A million. <laughs> <laughs> this is the biggest time ever. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> so they all chant back in unison, just enough, sir. Oh. Okay. That's a lame chant. Yeah. Like, more than enough. <laughs> or, I don't know, barely getting by. I don't know. <laughs> Regardless, they all go about drinking and conversing again, and Wolfhelm walks to the left and down a passageway on the other side of the shields. He looks and says, We have always been few. Currently, there are no more than 30 of us. Oh. However, there have always been enough of us to withstand the forces of evil and the brutes of the wilds. It is not our numbers which make us strong, Bright Lord. It is our courage and our strength of heart. He knows you're a Bright Lord. Yeah, I ask him, how does he know I'm a Bright Lord? When you've been around as long as me in a game like this... You see many different things. You see, our tactic here is one very similar to the magic that runs through your veins. Make one man feel like ten. Make ten men feel like a hundred. And so the forces of evil are not so great when you take this into account, my friend. So you're right. So you walk down this hallway and there's alcoves along it, bushes and shrubs in the alcoves, and it comes out into a very large open courtyard, which is actually walled off from the rest of the city and sports a few wooden dummies, a few target ranges for uh, bows and arrows. Talk about Tyson like that. <laughs> Go punch a head off one. Show him how strong you are. And a very large patch, uh, which actually has cobble around it of sand, like dirt and sand, which looks to be kind of like more of a, a training area. It's almost 40 feet by 40 feet. Okay. As you walk out, there is that very large red dragonborn who is currently inspecting some weapons on a rack which sits right beside this very large dirt training area. Wolfhelm looks to you and says, I've no doubt of your skill, but Uh just in case, perhaps we better see what you're made of. Let's do it! (laughs) Kill a homeless person for me. (laughs) (laughs) I just gave him a gold piece, though. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Just a rule player. I didn't know this was a loan. <laughs> I can't pay it back. <laughs> okay, so he looks towards the red dragonborn and he says, Galux, this large dragonborn, quite heavier and larger looking than you even. He stands almost half a oh, foot yeah. taller than you. Yeah, come on, bring it. He come has on, heavy plate armor with one shoulder, his right shoulder kind of, it's flared upwards the metal, the other side mm. kind of flared downwards, uh, and he has Ooh. on his side a short sword, the hilt of which looks to be like a serpent's head. So he approaches you, his armor quite striking, black and gold, and oh he takes a few steps onto the dirt and says, are you ready? fellow dragonborn. I hate red dragons. (laughs) (laughs) Are you ready, fellow dragonborn? Hey, fuck you, man. (laughs) You're kind. Fuck your dragonborn kind. I ask him if he's ready, and I just kind of flex a bit. Are you ready for the light to shine on you? Okay, so he draws his sword blindingly fast. It is curved like a scimitar and very thin, almost like the thinness of a leaf. It looks like it's designed 
purely for slashing and not for cut, not for stabbing or for uh, you know for broad strokes. It's like designed to cut. Sounds dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> he holds it at his side and then holds one hand outwards towards you and kind of like flexes his fingers as if to say, "Come get it." Ooh. Uh, I uh, I pull my spear out and my shield. Okay, so you pull out your spear and your shield and you step onto that wooden platform. Yeah. Okay. And I uh, I do the same thing. It's like, "Come here, boy." <laughs> <laughs> the whole battle is him. Just <laughs> come here. <laughs> We're gonna be rolling boards. initiatives now. So, roll me a d20. Okay. That's a 17. Nice. Plus. My boy's got a 19, Galix. What's so, plus? you're going to be up Dex. against that. Wait, who's going first? Uh, the is. Red Dragonborn. Of course. Yeah. Of course. He's better. So, he's better, so. yeah. He's got the better armor. He's got everything. Better looking. Probably has more girls. <laughs> 20 feet away from you, he uh, stops his advance. So, he steps up to 20 feet from you, and then he just changes his position so that his sword arm is down and in front of him. And, oh. yeah, so, so you know, kind of at a 45 degrees downwards, his sword in front of him, and then his other hand is kind of up higher around his shoulder. So he then motions at you with his head to come closer. Okay. I have a secret to tell you. It's now your turn. <laughs> I'm just attacking him, right? Like, yeah, kill him. Well, this is just to show your, your <clears throat> skills, right? Like, I mean... You're obviously going to want to best him in combat if you can, but I mean, yeah. the idea here being that, you know, you're not going for, like, savage killing. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. Their rule is that there can only be one dragonborn at a time in the field, so you have to kill the other one to get in. <laughs> yes, that's exactly the rule. This rules. is how I understand it right now. Yeah, everyone should listen to Tyson McKay. He's obviously going to Look for the other planeswalker, <laughs> and I'll kill him, and then I can be in the group, too. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> right. I killed the Mavis because she's wearing it around her neck, so I got <laughs> Just walk in. All right, I uh, kind of take a little charge at him and do little sidestep moves. You know, in 300, how they jump with their spear? Yeah. Yeah, I'll do that. Okay, so you jump forward with your spear, and you try and oh, obviously shit. stab forward. Uh, roll yeah. me a d20. Uh, inspiration point. <laughs> <laughs> Just for fun, what was that? Was that a one? It was a one, yeah. Oh, that would have been funny. Uh, but 17 plus 4, 21. Okay. Good math. So, uh, <laughs> your attack is dead on and would have hit, but he chooses to parry the attack. So he side steps to the right what? and flicks his blade upwards from its down and outstretched position and, like, flicks your spear upwards as you kind of land he circles back and left, keeping his eyes on you and holding his sword out towards you. Say, what What kind of magic is this? <laughs> <laughs> I've okay. never seen a parry before. <laughs> so he still has his sword outstretched with the blade pointing to his left, your right. So he quickly twirls and slashes upright, but then he spins and like drops down and slashes at your feet as well. So God. with a 13 plus 4, 17... Oh, is that a, is that's, that's a strike a, on your chest, or is that a miss? That's a strike, my AC 17. Okay, so he actually so does touch your armor with his blade. Yeah, it doesn't look shield. like he's going for a kill. Like, it doesn't look like he's trying to cleave through your armor or whatever, but he definitely, like, scrapes along it, and you can feel that. He then continues his spin with more dexterity than you would have thought a Dragonborn could have, and he tries to attack your knees with another sideways slash. This time with a 19 Holy total, that's including no, That doesn't hit bonus. <laughs> he strikes your knee as well. Not to the point, obviously, where you're bleeding or you're damaged, but just, like, tapping twice. In this game, in this uh, display of skill, 
It's not about like actually stabbing someone and making them bleed. It's more so about like landing hits on the body as though yeah. you had beat them, right? Start crying. So he backs up his sword up at his chest and pointed forward, and he says, Do you think you can manage any better? No. Yes. <laughs> I thought that no was <laughs> was Rogar for a second. I was like, holy shit, man, you're 30 seconds into the storyline. Like, okay, what would you like to do? I, I say to him, he might be hitting me, but I'm a tough one to take down. Okay. He's not trying to take you down, though. He's trying to take me down. <laughs> <laughs> Emotionally, maybe. <laughs> well, this guy can parry pretty much any of my Yo, attacks. punch him with your spear. Can parry acid? Yeah, let's try that. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Okay. I mean, I'm not sure he can parry acid. No, but I, no, I think I that kind kidding. of ungentlemanly no, no. in this fucking I game. <laughs> I uh, I go up for another spear attack, Fuck, but okay. to his legs. Ooh, nice. So you got for a jab in the legs. Uh, roll me yeah. a d20, please. 18 plus 4, 22. Okay, so he tries to parry again, but you tap at his, uh, just above his knee, so at his thigh, and he looks up, and there's, like, kind of a scowl which grows on his face. <sighs> he, as you kind of, like, obviously, I mean, I imagine Rogar is, like, this pretty serious and, you know, handsome dragonborn, but I imagine this goofy yeah. grin on your face as you tap him. You're just like, yeah, I did that. <laughs> Dagger it. <laughs> he viciously swipes towards your chest with two flurrying blows. The first one with a 16 plus 4, he lands on your chest. The second one with a 17 plus 4, he lands on your chest again. It's 4 to says, 1. Tell me, is that shield just for decoration? A little bit. You know. <laughs> I found it in the swamp. <laughs> no, I tell him it's for protection. Well, you're doing a terrible job. Like your dad should have worn. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there is protection in this day and age. Holy jeez. Yeah, lamb intestines. You think people are using lamb intestines back then? In this <laughs> fantasy world? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay, a great job, Adam Tyson McKay. Good job, man. <laughs> I'm in his head, okay? What would you like to do, Rogar? You know, I'll ignore his comments. I'm pretty serious, so I'll just go jab his legs again. Okay, roll me another d20. 12 plus 4, so 16. No, so you jab <gasps> towards it, he easily sidesteps it, and chooses to fling, not fling his sword, but slash very quickly towards your throat. Whoa, I thought this was a... <laughs> he kills you. <laughs> he's, not, he's not trying to go for a kill here, but this seems like a more vicious and real attack than anything else. You actually, like quickly lurch backwards like throwing your head back and you see this blade like whiz in front of your face he then quickly brings it overhead and tries to slash down at you but with a three you actually just block it entirely on your shield and like fling the sword to the right and I, him I completely tell him, exposed for an attack i tell him i tell him <laughs> <laughs> how's that uh, frig uh, how's that for a decoration yeah how's that for a decoration i'll just say your chirps for you <laughs> Okay, so you say, how's that for a decoration, as you block his move very easily? And then easily? I stab him with my spear in the chest. Stab to kill? No, a, just, a, just a hit. Just a tap, okay. Roll me yeah. d 20. You're at advantage, actually, here, because you just completely 16 plus 4, him. that's a 20. I'll take the 16. <laughs> so that's 20. Okay, so he's unable to parry, because his sword is way out there, and he like, kind of flung it to the side with his really low roll. And you tap him in the chest. Good, very good. Wolfhelm says. Okay, so he kind of claps his hands yes. together. His hand kind of falls down to his sword where it naturally rests, and he says, 
You did quite well. Better than I would have thought for a bright orb. Oh, I say, you are you know? not entertained? <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's Tyson's bit. <laughs> so, I, uh, Oren I, looks to Wolfhelm and says, I told you the boy was good. And I nod, I nod my head and I uh, I bow bow towards uh, Wilhelm, Windhelm or whatever his name Wolfhelm, is. Wolfhelm. <laughs> Wolfhelm. <laughs> okay, so Wolfhelm nods as you oh, kind of bow towards him. And Galix, the red dragonborn, bows to him as well. Wolfhelm looks to him and says, "Superior dragonborn." (laughs) Wolfhelm (laughs) looks to Galix and says, "Do not fret, Master Dragonborn. They're the stronger. One of us is the stronger. We all are." Yeah, yeah, Yeah. (laughs) that's me. Yeah, so not really like a, a competitive nature among these guys. I mean, they just train to become better and better. And, you know, the, the better you are, the better the whole group is by the eyes of the commander at the very least. And I, I stand up and I shake the other dragonborn's hand and I say good fight. So Galix looks to you and says, You are a worthy opponent, for sure. And you will make a fine brother. <gasps> My first brother. Wow, it's like <laughs> you're being adopted for the first time in your life. Since Jamarcus. <laughs> I wish we have a You will a replace Jamarcus, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your name is Jamarcus now. <laughs> so, Wolfhelm comes over to you and says, This way. I, uh, I follow him. So you begin to walk along the courtyard. There are a few uh, members of the Knights of the New Moon who are practicing their archery. Others who are currently engaging in sword-to-sword combat. Uh, or, you know, sword and shield to, to long-sword combat. Practicing all their different forms. As... Wolfhelm says, It is customary for those who wish to join our ranks to perform a task, a show of their courage and their strength. Oftentimes, I already performed a task. <laughs> you must have you sex like with my daughter. daughter. <laughs> no, please. <laughs> Wolfhelm no, uh, looks to you and says, Oftentimes, a commander will assign a task, though for you, I would much rather see what you come up with on your own. Find something worthy of your time and your talents. Find something that would bring glory to the Knights of the New Moon. See, I'm good at taking babies away from their mother. (laughs) Plus one inspiration point for Fievel. (laughs) No! Bring them the head of Fievel. Okay, I You don't have to to answer now. You don't have to tell him what your plan is now. But let's, uh, because I think this would be good if, you know, you had some time to think about it. If you'd like, mm-hmm. because you know there are some some elements to it, and you can definitely confer with your boys and ask them what they think. But Wolfhelm looks to you and says, "Return to me in a few hours with what you've decided. Until then, yes, sir. Feel free to converse with the other members of our guild. Any food and drink you're welcome to, and uh. our chambers for rest are above." He points up to the upper level of the guild hall, which looks like it has many windows. And kind of looks almost dorm room or, or uh, barrack style. Sweet. Ask what about armor and weapons? Galix, the one you fought earlier, is in charge of weapons and training. See him for anything that you need. <sighs> I go see Galix. Uh, first, <laughs> I would like to grant you a thousand experience points for uh, losing uh, the battle. <laughs> <laughs> A thousand experience points for undertaking the Knights of the New Moon, attempting to become a guild member. Really, really cool stuff. And you, sorry, you said you were off to see Galix? Level up. Level up in the house. Woo! Are you level five now? 
Yep, finally level five, but yeah, I'll go see Galix. Well, congrats on leveling up, man. Super cool. You head over to see Galix, who is currently watching, overseeing some of the younger initiates who are practicing their sword-to-sword combat. He looks to you and says, You fight well, right lord. As do you. Many years of training, however, I will say I was not expecting such precision from your spear point. Ooh, neither was I. (laughs) (laughs) He looks to you and says, We were not formally introduced, I suppose. My name is Galix, Red Dragonborn, and the Overseer of Training here. Hmm. Is there anything I can help you with? You're not fucking there. (laughs) God, no other character has an ego problem like yours does. My name is Tyson. Okay, well, that's weird because you're like not even close to these guys. (laughs) Well, I shake his hand while he introduces himself and I say I'm Rogar or... Yeah, Rogar. Is that my name? My name's Baxter. What's your intelligence again? Okay, thirteen. Yeah, I mean, I guess plus one. Dumb, like you're above average. Anyways, must be the Warwick. Okay, so you say that your name is Rogar. Sorry, continue. And uh, I was told to come see you for new armor and weapons. Yes, anything you need in terms of weapons, I can certainly help you with. However, if you're looking for an armor set from the Knights of the New Moon that is reserved for members only, and I will need Wolfhelm's written mark to ensure that you are indeed one of us before I assign. He our just smith. told me. Try forging it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, uh, I ask him, well, what weapons do you have here? Anything you can imagine, my friend. Long swords, short swords, heavy crossbows, and light crossbows. Wands? Spears, javelins. They're not so much a magic-using guild, though they do have clerics, but they tend to use uh, rods or staffs. Lame. (laughs) Is there anything that I can help you with? Ask him would I be able to take a crossbow and a spear? Of course. That wouldn't be any problem at all. See me in a few minutes. I must conclude this training session. Are you getting bolts for the spear, or are you just going to shoot spears? I'm going to shoot spears out of the crossbow. Yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're thinking of, like, a ballista. Yeah. Strap, strap the evil to it. Charge! <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, I just want to have, like, a long-range weapon and a, and a spear. Yo. I think it'd be handy. Yeah, so... Uh, as the fight concludes and the two trainees conclude their, their training session, marching over to a large, it's not, not a barn, it's, it is more of like a storehouse, which is separate from the main building. He opens the very large wooden door to reveal rows upon rows of weapons. So you're able to grab whatever it is that you like. If you're looking for a heavy crossbow and bolts, you're able to take that. Uh, the bolts come in packs or quivers of 20, so you can... Ooh take as many quivers as you'd like. I mean, to the extent to which you can carry. And you can also take a spear if you'd like. Okay. You need to get the ballista, Justin, and attach it to Jack Bauer. How sick would that be? (laughs) I, uh, (laughs) I take a new spear and I take a crossbow as well. How many crossbow bolts can I carry? I mean, how many? I mean, it's not that they're heavy, right? It's just like, where are you going to put them all? So I think, I think it's reasonable to say that you might carry like 60 at most probably, right? I take 60. 
Do you really need 16 to? bundles? <laughs> oh my god. Alright, uh, I don't know, I'll like... take, I'll take 30. 30? Okay. Yeah. I mean, you can take 40, right? They come in packs of 20, so. 40 no. it is. Okay. One. <laughs> One, yeah. Alright, so. Gotta you make take... sure they're all here. <laughs> you take 40 bolts for your heavy crossbow. Excellent. Is there anything else you'd like to say to Galix? I ask him how he joined the Knights of the New Moon. Yes, quite a story that was. However, I like to save that for your initiation. Holy ass, everyone likes to save their story around here. <laughs> I would have told you if you just drank with me. <laughs> Typically, they don't kind of divulge what it is that they did to enter until you become a member because they don't want to give you, like, not ideas. they don't want to give you ideas, but they want your contribution to be genuine and not just I like, oh, that guy killed a troll, I'm going to go kill a troll as well, right? I have a question about that note. Does it have to be like a combat scenario or can it just be anything generally good? Well, these guys, their motto is vanquishing evil, right? So, I mean, it doesn't have to be combat, but it does have to be along the lines of like ridding the world of, of a bad thing or something okay. that is hurtful to others, right? So, yeah. I mean, charity, I have an idea. charity might not cut it, right? But, you know, helping it. people. What if it's what if it's big charity, though? Depends on what you mean, but, uh, but, you know. Feeding people for life. <laughs> no, not that. <laughs> that would be seen as giving the world more evil, so. <laughs> Regardless, that oh is God. where we are good to leave off, uh, wow. if, uh, you guys are cool with it. Tell me your story. <laughs> you want so to do many our, secrets. Um, oh my gosh. Alright, so if you want to follow us on Twitter and Facebook, you can do that at DiceyD20Podcast. If you want to support us on Patreon, we'd appreciate that. It's uh, www.patreon.com slash DiceyD20Podcast. And if you want to buy merch and support us as well, you can do that at teespring.com slash DiceyD20. We've got some cool shirts up there right now. we got the Bevel and then our logo. And then... We're actually looking to get a Tyson one up there, maybe. Ooh. No way. I mean, so. we, don't want, we don't want to drop too much, but also, I mean, there's really cool character design sheets, which I, uh, I'm seeing are in, in production right now. We're working on those, so those are going to be super sweet for those of us who are uh, supporting the pod on Patreon. So mm -hmm. something to definitely look forward to for those of you who are already supporting. Something to maybe uh, in incentivize, for sure, because uh, they're super cool looking at all the stats of the characters and, uh, and the backstories and the equipment and stuff like that. Really cool. Regardless, ladies and gentlemen, whether it was morning, evening, noon, or night, thanks so much for joining us on the Dicey D20. As always, my name is Noah, I'm your DM, and uh, yeah, DM signing out. I know you miss Tyson, but he'll be back, don't you worry, guys. <laughs> it's not about you. <laughs> <laughs>